cringe. One second. That's so yep. cringe. One second. And clap. Bye, Alfie. Bye, Alfie. Bye, have a nice, guys. Have a good, have a great pod. Have a good Formula One pod. Um, yeah, I might have a quick shower. Both of you there we don't, the shower's broken. Oh, well, Remember, then, have um, a quick bath. She's going to have a quick morning bath. <laughs> <laughs> Set you up for the day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ooh. Here we go. Here we go. God, we're Have you pressed record, good. Alfie? Yes. You did press record? On the camera. Let's do a little idiot check, shall we? Just, and did you press record on my phone? No, that's a good point. Good, okay, good, because I can't move now. That's recording. That's recording. That's recording. That's recording. Thank you. Love you. Love you. Bye. Thank you. Oh. So, today is a Monday morning. Monday morning. Alfie's about to have his Monday morning bath. He's about to have his Monday morning, <laughs> get ready for the day, be your glorious so best self bath. It's only because our shower's broken. It's been broken now for five days. Oh, that sucks. It's really annoying. Although, i got to say sometimes I could easily go without <laughs> a fucking shower for five days. Five days can go incredibly quickly if you're somebody that doesn't have body odour naturally like me. Well, exactly, but I just like having a shower. I, oh, like, I like having I could a have two too. showers a day if I could. Sure, maybe. Some days it's a shower day, yeah. but <laughs> some days it's a nice shower day. <laughs> some days it's a nice shower day. Um, but we are going to talk today about death. Lovely. <laughs> we want to talk about death. I want to talk about death mainly because I just think, given that we are, um, you know, in that club now. Yeah. I don't think we've ever spoken in a light-hearted way uh, just about who we were before mm. in regards to death. Mm-hmm. Because I, I never thought about it. Did yeah. you? No, 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 no. I thought about other people dying, potentially, but I never thought about my own mortality. And that's what has really, really changed. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I think, um, yeah, I think it's just like a lot easier now to conceptualise uh, the idea of, it all just stopping suddenly, you know? Mm. My own death and therefore my own life has become a much more kind of um, easy thing for me to to see and think about. Whereas I think before it was like, oh, well, I'm just going to live forever. You know, you have this endless time to do everything and everything's in the future and all this kind of stuff. Everything is so much more like chained down to the present now because it was in the present moment that we found out this person has got, mm. you know? So, yeah, what, what about you? No, I don't think about my death. I don't care about my death. Really? Yeah, I only think about the people I love dying almost constantly. Okay, to well, such, you're a better person than me. No, <laughs> to such a degree that it's kind of crippling because I live each day like one of us could die any second because because that's what happened with us, so with with our brother. So... Yeah, I. But in terms of my own death, that almost makes me feel relieved. I, I, I when I think about, uh, it's in a selfish way. I just kind of, oh great. Well then, I don't have to worry anymore. I don't have to worry about everyone. Mm. So yeah, it's it actually is like, more selfish in a way. Yeah, but you know, it, it's true because if you think about it that way, it is like, well, you know, you're not going to have to do any chores after. <laughs> it certainly is a big. It's a big like. Is a big end to your to-do list. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but I, I constantly worry that I am so bad at admin. Yeah. Like, to I don't read mail. 
I don't know anything. All I know is if there's money in my account or if there's not. Yeah. That's the only admin thing I know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I'm worried about is seeing how much admin our mom does. Yeah. Um, and thinking, oh my God. Because obviously I'm not thinking about her dying, but I'm thinking one day yeah. I'm going to be the matriarch of the family. Yeah. And I'm going to have to do all the admin. No, 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 no. no. I'm going to have no, to do no, the admin. No, 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 no. I don't want to do the That's admin. That's a horrible thought. Exactly. You're going to be the matriarch one day and you're no, going to do admin. No, admin. no. You're going to have to know what water company you use. <laughs> oh, my God. I actually do pay my own water bill and I, I do that. I, yeah, of course you pay your own water. I know I pay for them, but I don't, I didn't really set them up. I'm, I, I set up my own Thames Water account. That is pretty amazing. I know. That is pretty that's amazing. Only, that's the only one that I I've set never up set up. This is just very embarrassing. <laughs> I've never set up a utility. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we've moved house nine times, I just... You get flustered. I just can't do it. it. I can't do it. And Alfie's good at doing it eventually, but he does let it stack up. But he's much better at admin than me. So I'm glad that I'm now with someone who at least can confront it occasionally. Yeah. And I do. I always feel like, oh, that's really manly. You just, you just looked at a bill. <laughs> <laughs> also, what I found is whenever you are setting up like official accounts or like council tax, or a- anytime you go on one of those websites, which you dread and dread for ages, but when you finally do it, it's actually never as bad. It's never they, as bad. Because they, they phrase things really easy to understand. Mm. And they're so nice. And they're so nice. And the gov.uk website, which I'm on a lot, you know, um, they're lovely. Very understandable people. Yeah. You know? Because even things... They break it down for you. Well, even stuff like my direct debits for, um, like, council tax and stuff, I seem to always have a problem where it doesn't go... I don't know. It's just like, there's always something that goes wrong with me and admin. Yeah. And that's why I have a phobia of it now. Yeah. And that's... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because... Yeah, I completely get that. So that's my main worry with 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 me dying is who's going to do all my admin for me, and I don't want to like load someone up with that. Like the thought of Margot having to do chores for me once I've died, I think that's the cruelest part of death, and and mainly sudden death is that what is left behind is so chaotic. Yes, you just suddenly are left with everything. And not only the grief, but now you have to do all of the wading through of the pieces of paper and the, like, some people must have to go through awful, awful kind of oh, yeah. I mean, piles I, of things. I met um, the summer after it happened, we went to Edinburgh, obviously, um, fateful trip. And um, when I was there, I met up with a boy who I had met the previous year um, and we'd become friends very vague friends, but he was just a really lovely person. And we decided to go for coffee. And when we met, we started talking. I ended up telling him about what had happened. And he was so lovely and kind and empathetic and understanding. And it wasn't until like way into the conversation that he, I asked him about his family and he only had his mum. And he told me that she had died suddenly that year um, from, I think, some kind of... Um, like random virus that she got and he was left to sort out everything to have to sell her flats to have to go through all of her furniture this is like a 20 21 year old guy Mm. and um I couldn't believe it I mean he had this like this kindness that just shone out of him but also clearly this this tiredness because you don't like you don't get to be 21 anymore if you have to do that kind of stuff no Um, yeah that's how and he had to he desperately needed to sell the flat in order to pay for something or other. And, oh, my God, it was just the most stressful. And it really, really, because I was talking about my stuff, and I was like, God, 
God, has anyone ever been in such a bad position as me? You know, like when yeah. you're in that state of mind. And then hearing him, it was like immediate dose of perspective. Mm. Oh, fuck, it could be worse. Yeah. It could be so much worse. Yeah. Um, I think also the the fact that he was on his own. I'm just going to put him on my booth. Wait. Um, the fact that he was... I won't speak. It's not recording. Oh, it is recording. <laughs> it is. Okay, I'm just getting him onto my booth. One second, one second, one second. You can just say Jesse's getting him onto the boob. Jesse's just getting him onto the boob, everyone. Um, apologies. Boob. boob is connected. Please say <laughs> connected. Um, Bluetooth connected. <laughs> boob tooth connected. <laughs> um, he doesn't have teeth yet, so thank God. Phew. Woo! Yeah. Um, but yeah, the fact that he was on his own. The fact that he was on his own. I think for us, the grief is kind of split so many ways. We have our own grief. For Ben, and then we have I have my grief for you, mm-hmm. for Ben. I have my grief for Robbie and for our dad and for our mom and and for for everyone in our who knew Ben. I have it's all split so many ways, and it's it just it just is loaded and loaded and loaded and loaded now. It's like it's like um, it's not just like one person died because we all had our different impression of yes, Ben. Yeah. So our own individual Ben for each of us died exactly which is like seven people plus then you have everyone surrounding it's just and yeah I completely get what you mean because every time I look at Jamie I'm like you've lost I didn't say Jamie and Jamie yeah but you know you've lost like your confidant when you guys were growing up when I look at Robbie Mm. it's like you know you're the oldest of of all of us like that's it's just it's so complicated. Yeah. And um, and it's almost, I, I felt angry at the beginning with that because my version of Ben isn't your version. I have completely different memories. We all, I mean, it's known that, you know, our childhoods, you can, you can have different childhoods despite growing up in the same house. Um, and so we have different emotions about things and yeah. reflections. And I, I think at the funeral, it was... I found it really upsetting that people who I didn't know who knew a completely different Ben and I would be just like, but I don't want to talk about that Ben because yeah. that wasn't my Ben. So yeah. don't come up and tell me who Ben was. He's, that's not who he was. Yeah. And that's not fair of me because obviously they had their relationship with him. But yeah. that's one of the hardest things I think. That's what, one of the things I found hardest. Yeah, because once the person is gone, the only people that have control over the narrative are the people that are still here. You know, that person doesn't get to stand up for themselves and say, hey, no, 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 that was an older version of me. Or like, mm. oh, that was when I was going through my weird yeah. emo phase. Yeah, and I'm like that with that person because of this. Or... And it makes me think about if I were to die tomorrow, I actually sometimes think about this. <laughs> I'm like, what would people judge of me if they found what's in my flat? Like, mm. you know, what what would their impression of me be? Not that I've got anything bad going on in there, but is it a day when I've done all of my washing up and like my clothes are all neat and folded and you know I've got like a whimsical book lying open on the table and they would walk in and they'd be like oh my god she was just this breath of spring in mm. the prime of our life or would it be one of the days where I've been surviving with one teaspoon yeah <laughs> because I decided not to wash up any of my stuff and my clothes are literally spread all over the floor and I've got like a giant what's its packet like <laughs> crumbs on my bed and then they walk in and be like wow she really wasn't looking after herself yeah I think that about my diaries just like if, if people could go through them. 
and and they what 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 are they for other than for things to pe- for people to go through when I die? Yeah, do you think that every time that you write a diary or a journal entry, does a little part of you think, wow, when somebody reads this, they're gonna think I'm so fucking deep? No, I don't think that at all. And I'm good at not having that self um, editing bit when I do a diary. It's just me. It's, I'm not worrying about who's gonna see this one day, even though somebody else will definitely one day see it. Yeah. Unless you, like, destroy it. Well, that's what I was going to say about um, Joan Bakewell. She was on the one show, obviously, my favourite show. Still haven't been asked on it. Um, and Unbelievable travesty of British media. <laughs> if they just knew how much I loved the one show, maybe they would let me on as just some kind of fan. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to send in all the videos I've got of Donnie and Marga going, what? Anyway, um, so Joan Bakewell's on talking about the fact that she also keeps a diary religiously. And um, when she was fighting with her husband, uh, John, I, I don't, I'm not going to say his name. I think it's Mortimer, but I'm not going to say that just in case it's not Mortimer. Um, I just said it. Um, <laughs> he, they would fight and they would get back together and break up and get back together and break up. And um, she was always a religious diary keeper. And then once when they were fighting, she wanted to really show him that it was that was it. They were broken up. And so she got her diary and she said, and I don't even want any trace of you. And threw it into the fire, thinking, oh, this will make him see that I am really done. Our history is done. Um, but the diary just put out the fire. And it didn't. And, and it didn't burn. And she took that as a sign that they were going to stay together. That's beautiful. I think it's lovely. So I don't mind if people read my diaries because... And she said that she doesn't... She wouldn't want her children to read the diaries or her daughter to read the diaries because... You talk a lot in your diaries about how parenting is quite difficult and shit and, oh, no one's come to see me or, oh, my daughter did this. or And that's not true of your love for them. You know, it's just you complaining and venting and that's what a diary is for. So exactly. I, don't, I, I think hopefully if people did read my diaries, they would know that it's me venting rather than my actual truth. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if I'm not a religious diary keeper, um, but recently I've been trying to... Um, just do something called mood charting, which is like about writing a number, one to 10, and then like just describing one thing that's happened that morning, afternoon or evening. And sometimes it'll be really nice and then sometimes it'll be like really negative. But it's not because I necessarily feel that way. It's because it's just a way of getting it out of your system. Yeah, and tracking how, why you feel a certain way. Yeah, and also when you have a really negative thought, writing it down, it helps you to see how silly that thought is. Um, and I definitely didn't utilise that at all in the, th- the three years that have happened since Ben. I, I didn't really express myself in any kind of way, um, writing down-wise. You're so much better than that of me. Um, and something that I'm really feeling now is this, like, I feel, like, full of this... Um, energy or this emotion or like expression that I want to have and it's like coming out in a lot of different ways and it's it's exciting because I'm really trying to write and to make things about it but it's also so confusing because it's like I want to create stuff anyway but every single thing that I seem to think of at the moment is just about death every idea that I have is something about death Mm. or grief or whatever and you obviously know because you've written a whole novel now about that and that's been this incredible like experience for you of being able to express yourself but it's also fictional and it's like and I'm so proud of you and I've been like amazed to watch that process but it's just like now I'm in this really weird position where it's like 
that's what I want to do too. I'm trying to write stuff about it. But it just sometimes it's like, God, it's the only thing that I can fucking think of about death. Like, is that the only thing? But that, that I shows can... that you need to. You yeah. need to write it. And then I don't feel like I need to write about death now. So that shows that sunset was enough for me. That's amazing. Yeah. It, interestingly, though, what about your dreams? Because all of my dreams are solely about death. No, my dreams used to be about death. Recently, they've become a little bit about um, relationships. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll actually tell you one. Okay, I know on you then. don't like dreams. Go on, I hate dreams. And tell me a fucking dream. Um, because uh, I actually am more in some dreams lately because mine have got so weird. Okay, going, tell, nice. tell, tell me a dream. You know. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> Little secret. A little, little secret. secret. Uh, t- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, by the way, if my voice sounds so croaky. I've had such a croaky voice for like the last five weeks. I got a virus or something. Not coronavirus, and it's not gone away. So maybe this is just Nor how I'm gonna, Maybe I'm, this is just how I'm going to fucking sound for the rest Two of my life. Two big drinkers of the family. <laughs> Two big foghorns of the family. You know. Anyway, I had this dream. I think because somebody I'd spoken to had been like, "Oh, you know, you're so young to be in a long-term relationship. Like, you know, your twenties is supposed to be the best time of your life." And, you know, it just got me thinking and like, I, I I want to be in the relationship that I'm in. But I was also like, you know, oh, wow, what if I had been single at this time? Anyway, so I had this dream that I kissed this boy at a party, not Horatio, just random boy. And I can't really visualize what his face was. But as I was kissing him, his mouth was like full of Pringles. And I was like, oh, my God, this is the most mortifying moment of my life. He doesn't realize that his mouth is filled with Pringles. I have to keep kissing him, but I also need to find out a way to stop kissing him because his mouth is full of Pringles. And it, that's that's the whole dream. Oh, right. So it was just basically telling me, don't go looking out there because all of these other guys, their mouths are full of fucking Pringles. Pringles, yeah. yeah. But Pringles isn't a bad taste to have in your mouth as you're kissing someone. Yeah, but the thing is, Pringles dissolve so quick that it's like, that's a that's a whole mess that I don't want to even think oh, about. It's disgusting. Yeah. That's so funny. I dreamt last night that somebody who has employed me recently um, got was about to sign the contract for me. Yeah. And then... Uh, was lost- like, oh my God, no, she's a massive slut. No. <laughs> she then... <laughs> Was in an accident and lost her head. Oh. Um, and then uh, I then ha- met them. It was, like, everyone died, but the, the main person lost their head. Yeah. And then I had to have a meeting with them. And she was there yeah. with, that, with her head on. Yeah. And it didn't, and I was like, but you just lost your head. <laughs> Where's your head? You, but I can't even see the scar. Where is it? And I think that was symbolic of my feeling that any good thing it's going to be taken away it's going to be taken away and then if it does happen it's not real you're going to question it yeah so that's basically that's so that's so symbolic yeah that's basically you saying you create your own problems yeah she still had her head on but you're like you lost your head (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) it's absolutely classic of where I'm at oh nice And, and it shows that any working thing I do right now it's I I just don't believe it's happening. Yeah. I feel like my whole career, I've been feeling like somebody's going to say, you're not qualified for this. Totally. And the imposter syndrome is crazy. On the tube the other day, I got on and um, this family was sitting opposite me and I could tell that they were an American family. Because you know how American tourists just have like a certain vibe? Yeah. Um, and the boy <laughs> was wearing like a Grateful Dead t-shirt mm-hmm. and then the parents and then the girl. And I noticed that the girl looked like so pale I was like you look like you are gonna throw up 
And she was really sweet, very young. And then I kind of noticed that she was looking at me a bit. And then she started whispering to her mum and she got this notebook out. And I was like, oh, wow, she's, maybe she's one of those girls that like draws people on the train. And she's going to draw me. And then I remember trying to sit like I was like, she's going to draw me. So like I should probably look quite good. But then my stop was coming up. And then suddenly she comes over to me and she whispers and she's like, are you baby Kate? Oh. And I was like, yeah. She was like, can I have your autograph? Oh my and it God. was so cute. And it was like, there was like one sort of a juicy length of time of one tube stop. Like yeah. enough time to have like a mini chat, but luckily not a whole chat. And I got to look very cool, like getting off the train, yes. like getting off at the next station. So I had just enough time to be like, so where are you from? America? Oh, lovely. That sounds lovely. <laughs> Let me, what's your name? Eliza? Oh, well, my name's Elizabeth originally oh this is my stop gotta get off have cool. a lovely day guys love the grateful dead t-shirt by the way and then i got off classy the but also during that whole interaction i was like this is so embarrassing can anybody else see this they're like who the fuck is this girl talking Aww. to you know but it was really nice and that's happened a couple of times recently not always in the best <laughs> not always <laughs> not always actually in that nice way but it's like i still feel like this is so embarrassing, like, I don't deserve, like, you know. Yeah, totally. I'm a fucking failed out-of-work actress in some ways. That's how I feel some yeah. days. Other days, I'm like, I'm this self-made creative who's like, you know, whatever. But it's just such a 50-50 how that feels sometimes that if somebody were to come up. It really did make me feel good, though. It does. It makes you feel good when somebody just says, oh, I like that thing you were in. Totally. Oh, it's so nice. She was so cute. And I'm really sorry for thinking that you were sick. You're going to draw, BB. Or um, draw me. But I think but you're that very that's, nice. <laughs> that's how I, I think that's how death has kind of um, really had a, an effect on me as well with with my career, because I think I probably did have more optimism about my future before before Ben died. I still yeah. hate saying that sentence. I will always hate saying that sentence. Mm. But um, so I think the in terms of opportunities that do come. But pre-Ben, I would have I would have been like, yes, that's that could happen, that might happen, and that that will happen. Now the opportunity comes, and I say, oh, it won't ever happen. But thanks for the opportunity. Yeah, I stop it before it's even. But started. I think I probably that that whole attitude. Okay, that's not going to happen. But hey, thanks. Mm. That's like there's such sort of silly self-deprecating comedy to that. You know, I think that we've both become funnier since it happened I think that we've all become like deeper <laughs> and darker and like more fucked up and in a way more creatively like fizzing and yet so much more um expecting that anything is going to come from that is yes. that so ironic yeah that is really ironic it's like beforehand it's like sometimes I think about myself at 20 and 21 and I'm like god you're a bit of a fucking drip in our next episode, we're talking about diaries and past versions of ourselves, which links quite well to what we're talking about now. And I read this 19-year-old, 20-year-old version of myself, and I'm like, God, you're a bit of a fucking drip, aren't you? Yeah. I sometimes do really feel sorry for people that meet me. Really? I'm just like, oh, I'm such a drag. Or I'm like, such God, your expectations have been, you know, they were shattered, weren't they? Yeah, I'm just like, I'm sorry I'm so negative. I'm sorry I'm so... Like, I, I, whenever anyone asks me, how, how are you... I you you aren't gonna say good. I'm not gonna say You're good. You're not gonna say good. I'm not. So I just feel sorry for them. Or I'm not gonna say good. But if I do say good, I'm gonna start crying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like 
I really hate it when people ask how I am because yeah. it's like even if I'm feeling fine, I'm like, what do you want from me? Yeah, but it's worse when their emphasis is on the R. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't oh! know. I, uh, I, it's really, I hate that question too. And that was one of the things that um, in the six months post-death was horrible. I dreaded it. Yeah. I dreaded it. Ugh. And 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 then, so you, you the, the perfect etiquette um, with bereaved people is to say, how are you today? Yeah. Because then at least you, it, it encourages an honest response. Totally. Um, yeah, I I also remember us very vividly saying, and that was probably in Edinburgh two months after when we were doing our show all about death, which I'm so proud that we did. Yeah. Um, wild. Wild. <laughs> crazy girls. Crazy girls with her, with her sign. Um, I've actually found a video of you dancing behind the backdrop of to the, that song that we used. Um, Ain't nothing gonna yeah. break my stress. And it's such a nice video. It's such a nice video. And I'm so glad that I documented so much. Yeah. Because we were there. We were living. We were doing things. God, I looked amazing that You year did. We well. were doing keto. Oh, oh, my God. My hair was like... Perfect level of ginger, hadn't become all fucked up and damaged yet. Mm. Really nice and long, trying yeah. to get back to that length. Yeah. Love you. We were only eating nuts. We were only eating nuts. Bags of peanuts. Bags of peanuts. <laughs> bags and bags of KP peanuts. Oh my God, I love peanuts. It's just it's such a shape. They started making peanuts in um, little snack size, like sachets. Yeah. Do you... It's like offensive. It's I'm offensive. Like, the amount of peanuts. I would have like sachet. a bowl. I literally would have like a crate of those. Every yeah, day. same. So the sachets It wasn't are a restrictive um, thing. It was fucking weird that we were only eating peanuts. Yeah. We talk about how many calories in peanuts too much in this podcast. <laughs> anyway. They're good calories though. They're really good for you. They're good calories. And if you're only eating peanuts, go for it. Go for it. Anyway. Gonna get that peanut glow. Sorry for your To be honest, peanuts aren't the best nut yeah. for, for vitamins. No, 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 pecans, obviously. Pe- pecans? Yeah, but you're not going to be able to afford to get as many pecans. Pecans are expensive. Are they? Not if you get the bakery ones. Bakery if you get, ones? If you go to the bakery section, don't go to the fine nut section. No, I'm not going to the fine <laughs> nut section. Obviously, I'm getting you go more to pecans. Wh- you go but still, they're more expensive gram for gram. No, but if you go to the cooking section, yeah. where all of the like the cheaper nuts are, yeah, 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 yeah. get those pecans. Get those pecans. I'm saying that they're still more expensive. Okay, gram fine. For gram. What about walnuts? Are they expensive? Walnuts are a little bit cheaper, I think. Pecans and macadamia, that's when you're really spending the big bucks. Oh, why would you get a macadamia if it's not salted? Oh, I love an unsalted <laughs> macadamia. It's got such a sort of creamy sweetness to it. Anyway, yeah. in Edinburgh, I remember us saying very, like, so much, so many times, um, okay, once we get to six months, we'll feel better. Once we get to six months past. Yeah, like that was some kind of landmark. And you get to six months and... It's still it's brand new. It's brand new. It's still brand new. Yeah. But there are so many great creators now online that we've become aware of that we've Mm. discovered in this three years that have and it is like being um it's it is like getting initiation into Mm. this club that obviously nobody wants to be a part of and I do feel like we get a speed entry yeah 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 yeah, yeah, we get a big time speed entry yeah yeah yeah, exactly it's like straight to the top of the queue yeah exactly it's like going to Thought Park with one of those special tickets yeah um uh, well I mean yeah I won't say what Um, exactly, and so you do see loads of inspirational quotes. Inspirational quotes, and you see people handling it in a different way to you. Hey, something to do with death. Guess what I'm finally getting this week on Thursday? Your pension. <laughs> My tattoo. You're going to get your tattoo. Uh, so we we made a deal after Ben died that we would get a tattoo, and our mum got Ben on her forearm. Yeah. And I got my uh, son 
here because at the time I was doing Sunrise, my show, and I've spoken about this a lot before, but I actually went on that night to do the show and carried on with the show and I I don't know how I did that and it was such an intense experience that I felt like I had to get something to show me that to remind to you remind that it you wasn't that, just some horrible dream that no, you can't no it wasn't that it was to show me that that pain there was still some good created out of it um, and that no matter what the sun will come up the next day That's and nice. it's I I it doesn't really. It doesn't matter that that's the sun. It was yeah. more of the. I wanted to put on my body a reminder that Donnie and Margot are still here. That, that at the time it was just them, and I have something to get up for, mm. despite this tragedy. Um, yeah. So it's already micromanaging my grief. Yeah, but that's incredible. <laughs> that's incredible. And right. So and honestly, to this day, which is why I think tattoos are so great. To this day, I look at it every day and I'm like, right, come on. <laughs> Someone's got a lot of energy. Um, oh, it's because I was just taking Viagra. <laughs> I haven't been so, taking Viagra. I don't even think that makes you feel better, but. Yeah. What is Viagra? <laughs> I'm joking, you know. Viagra uh, is. Um, no, don't worry. Yeah, I know what it is. Okay. I'll tell you about that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Oh, another secret. Can't wait. Um, <laughs> so I'm getting my tattoo this week. I'm going to tell you how it's getting done. Okay. So when everyone in our family got them done, I had I wanted to get baby. Mm. Um, ben used to call me baby, and there was this nice drawing he had done of me when we were kids, and he'd written baby in this cute little handwriting. So I was going to get that on my arm. Both times, six months apart, I had it printed on my arm, freaked out, ran away. Had to spend £50 deposit <laughs> <laughs> that I didn't get back. And um, really embarrassed myself as well. Uh, but it was because something didn't feel right about it. And this time, I don't have that feeling. I'm not like, ooh, arming and ahhing. I've got a completely different tattoo. It's a girl I met a few years ago through a friend of mine. She's an incredible illustrator who lives in the States. Um, did I say illustrator? Is that a word? Yeah, that is a word. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, isn't it? I'm an illustrator. You are. A shit one. <laughs> <laughs> and she does tattoos too. And then last two months ago, she posted, I'm going to be in London for th- these three days. I had not even thought about my tattoo and I said, please, can you put me in? I'm getting a tribute tattoo for my brother. I want it to be this. I won't say what it is because I want to do a surprise when I actually have it. And we did a couple, she drew a couple of versions of it. I found one that I loved and I'm getting it done. Oh, it's so exciting. And I'm just going to go for it. But you, you can need come with to, me I will, I will. You have to, you have to, when you get it done, when the pain is there, you have to just keep saying the mantra to yourself of what you want to feel every time. You see it. You see it. You just got to keep saying the mantra. Which is so just. So that you, so that it, it is embedded into you, so that every day when you see the tattoo, you remember to have a shower. Nice. <laughs> nice. You know? I just want to see it and be like, okay. That pain that you feel that's this peripheral thing that's like weighs you down. I want to see the tattoo and be like, that's because this thing happened. Mm. But he's still here. Yeah. You're still here. And it's okay to feel that pain and to also feel other things. Yes. That's what I want to see the tattoo and, and, and feel. Definitely. Sorry, you keep speaking. You're being a naughty boy. You're a naughty boy. Sorry. It's because um, I've run out of nappies, so I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm saving up to put him in the last nappy we have before. Obviously, we, we, we do need to buy nappies, but I can't <laughs> buy. I couldn't go out and buy nappies. Yeah. So that's why he's probably. 
so a little disgruntled. He's fine. He should be. He should be. He should be having a sleep, shouldn't he? So, what are our final thoughts about death that we want to impart with our audience? That's a really good. That's a really good idea. Yeah. Let, what to, to do five final oh, thoughts? Final thoughts like Jerry Springer. Yeah. Love Jerry Springer. I used to watch Jerry Springer. This is actually related to death. I used to watch Jerry Springer. But I used to watch it at Grandma Leslie's. Mm. And she, I used to close the door so she couldn't see I was watching Jerry Springer. This, I must have been about 10. And um, she would get so angry if she knew I was watching Jerry Springer. Why? Because it's like rude. Yeah. It was. It was always a bit racy as well. Yeah. And, um, but I just love the way he did final thoughts. But anyway, she's died. And that's like it, it's it's weird because I think Oh Grandma Leslie. If 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 Ben hadn't died, Grandma Leslie, it's just amazing. I feel like I'm more able to deal with everything yeah, now. Yeah. Like and that's related to doing the show as well when I was doing Sunrise. It was like it was it was a job. It's suddenly now work is is work now. Mm-hmm. It's not how how is it gonna make me feel and yeah. what's it gonna do for my my dreams and my, it's so, everything is so much more stone cold real. Yeah. Just get it done, m- go forward. Life is shit, but it can be beautiful. Yeah. And um, in terms of, you know, our grandma dying, I feel like I, I was so, it's just the opposite of Ben, you know, the old and the young. And I feel like it's it, it just kind of made everything so... I don't know, it was kind of full circle in a way. Yeah, exactly. Um, And, you know, it got me thinking about, like, will you have the chance to live a really long life and achieve everything that you want? Yeah. Um, Or, you know, will you have a short life but still have had such an impact that it doesn't matter how much you've achieved or whatever? And it made me feel kind of okay with both of those things. Yeah, same. Because some people get to live a really long life and not achieve Mm. what they wanted at all. And live a lot of life in pain. And I want, I want whether I'm here for a short time or a long time. I just want to like, be like f- surrounded by the things that I love and the people that I love, and try and be a good person. And that's, that's like exactly. that's that's so much more important to me now that everything has happened. To actually be a nice person is like, that is something that I care about. But I am definitely not a nice person all the time. You no, know, no. But no one is. Yeah. No one is. And so if you even have that thought that you want to be a nice person, it shows that you are a really nice person. I know. So well done you. Oh, look at me. Um, I, I even donated some clothes um, recently. Um, big, what? big bags of clothes. And this guy drove past me in a car and he said, do, do you need clothes? My wife has lots of clothes. Are you okay? And I was like, I'm not homeless. <laughs> but I was like, but hey. That's okay that you thought I was homeless. I did look like shit that you day. You do. You I sometimes saw this I look like shit. Instagram reel of somebody saying, "My I like girls who can look homeless in the morning and something in the evening." Yeah, and I just thought that's homeless crazy. in the morning, home wrecker in the evening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me. Yeah, it's so funny. That is me. I'm not gonna get dressed up all the time. No, I love a tracksuit bottom. Yeah, same. I just. Anyway, my final thoughts with death are, it's shit. Yeah. And there is no way around it. Yeah. And if you know somebody who has recently lost someone, old, young, sudden, not sudden, don't say you will get through this. Yeah. It 
because you won't. Yeah. You just have to keep going forward. Yeah. And have to keep trying to be kind. And exactly. trying to do your best. And if you can't do your best for a month, two months, three months, four months, and all you can do is, 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 is be living in that death, that's okay. One day you will be able to look at the sun and be happy that it's a new day and be excited about things you're going to do. But there is no way around the shit. No, exactly. And the fact is, life doesn't change, but the person does. And like, yeah, it's, you're going to realise when you're at the beginning, you're going to realise when you're like three years on or five years on or 10 years on, that like, you are the person that's had to grow and develop all of these new kind of like abilities and skills, because life still goes on and people still die every day. And there's still so much like shit to go through. But you'll become a way fucking stronger person. But also letting go of the person you were yeah. when they were here. Yeah. So the person they knew, don't be afraid of saying goodbye to that person because if you say goodbye to that person, that means that they, they're never going to meet the new you. Like I got really upset when we moved after he died because I thought, well, he's never going to come to this flat. Yeah. But he will. Yeah. In your thoughts and your memories. and Yeah. God, it sounded like you were crying just no, then, but I realised you were just, just swallowing your I was just burping, yeah, just burping. It was a meaningful moment to burp. Yeah, and also sometimes it's a cry, sometimes it's a burp. Yeah. Sometimes it's a burp and that's okay. You don't have to cry every time you burp. I think it's been just a huge journey for us um, of just like letting ourselves... I don't know what I was going to (laughs) say. Letting ourselves be silly, you know? But that's what it was. It was letting ourselves be our true selves. Yeah. And I think for so long... I've been hiding that yeah, self yeah. and worrying about how I look or I think the we've right become way goofier, don't you think? Just like more us. Yeah, I and, think so. And I, that's his gift. Yes, yes, it really is. And I feel that strongly. Yeah, because like he I, loved us at our silliest. He completely did. Like, I don't think that we would be doing this no. if it wasn't for that. No. If it wasn't for him. No. And um, I know that I would still be, yeah, a lot more concerned with like, trying to look and seem cooler and that I was and like, you know, desperately trying to like fit into this image that I'd created for myself. That all got shattered by the death. So now it's like, oh, you're free to be whatever you want. Yeah. And that's like silly, goofy troll yeah. with you. And recently something happened in my kind of uh, work life where I I felt like he was right next to me because, it and, and right next to me saying, don't let them do this to you or don't let them treat you like this and you, you be you. And I just felt like his energy was there and that's amazing to to be lucid enough now and not so drenched in grief to be able to actually feel him around yeah Yeah. which is amazing totally so you know you will get through it no you won't get through it no I didn't mean that yeah you won't get through it you won't get through it but you'll learn to live with it and you'll change um also you'll realize that when you when you (laughs) grieve and when you are going through grief that you um you end up saying a lot of, uh, of stuff, a lot of shit. <laughs> like in a year when we do another podcast about grief, we'll be like, God, we didn't know what the fuck we were talking about. <laughs> exactly. But you always feel like you want to help other people going through it. And that's like a good thing. That we're one of, empathetic, the, one you know? of the most comforting things I think about is say that Edinburgh in 2019, where we were so new. Um, I still had happy days. Yeah. And, and, and you look back and you think, oh, that must have been the worst oh my God, it makes me feel sick to think of going through that time again. But you do, you yeah. you do find moments of joy, yeah. even in the utter despair. Yeah, completely. Mm. I met Horatio. You met Horatio. Yeah, and we thought, I thought he was a creep. Yeah. 
Turns you out were like, why is he texting you all the why time? Why is he texting you at 2 a.m.? <laughs> Anyway, thank you for listening. And if you want to become a Patreon, please do. It's patreon.com forward slash cave sisters. And, uh, oh, it's just right behind us. Our lovely banner. That our mum made. Yeah. And um, next yeah. time you see me, I'll have a tattoo. Oh, my God. Unless I run away again. Well, you won't. Oh, that'd be so embarrassing because I know her this time. And you've just admitted on public. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fuck, I have to do it. I have, have to do it. it. I have to do it. I have to do it. Am I going to look like a scary tattoo girl? No. Right, thank you for listening. I'm scared. Goodbye.